Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back inside TD Garden, everybody. My name is Mike Petralia. This is Jimmy Toscano. Up, and this is the Garden Report powered by CLNS Media and greats.com your online source for great looking shoes use my promo code trags that would be t-r-a-g-s for a 15 percent discount on all items online all right you're a shoe guy you're a shoe guy i am and greats.com i can tell you because (laughs) i already got my first pair of greats they look and feel great so it's appropriately named jimmy (laughs) who else looked great and felt great tonight I would say Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, not because they had great statistical numbers, Jimmy Toscano, but because they finally got on the parquet. And as uh, Kyrie Irving said uh, to Abby Chin after the game on the Celtics broadcast, he said, look, I was rusty as hell, but this is a whole new platform, and I had to get out here and finally play a game along with Gordon Hayward. And it was very good, I thought, for both of them. I thought they really moved around. The Celtics win their preseason opener against the Charlotte Hornets, 94-82. But if you take a look at the numbers, Jimmy, uh, Kyrie Irving, 4 of 11. He finished with uh, 9 points, Mm -hmm. uh, 4 rebounds and 3 assists and 3 steals. Then you take a look at Gordon Hayward, 2 of 6. He only had 5 points. As Brad Stevens said after the game, Jimmy, He's not so wor- much worried no. about you know how they shoot because there's that opening night jitters even in the preseason. What did you think of the two? Together? Yeah, I mean throw throw out the stat sheet. It really doesn't matter what the final numbers were. It was good to see those guys on the court, working the ball, working off each other. Right. You got two basically superstars out in the court, which you really don't see that often. You know, at least on Boston, it was it was Isaiah Thomas and nobody else. Tonight you had Kyrie, you had Hayward, or you had one of the other out there for the first half when you mentioned right. at all times. And yeah, you're gonna have that that first game jitters you know you're playing in a new arena that these guys they're not familiar playing in you know at least being cheered in i should say um so they had to get that out of the way they're working with a brand new team i mean al horford i thought he had a great game too obviously under the radar as usual but i mean he's going to be just the way he likes instrumental in getting those two guys comfortable with each other and comfortable with the rest of their teammates. What I thought was interesting is to see how Kyrie uh, really started to get involved and show some uh, versatility in his game offensively. And we all know that from his days in Cleveland. But there was him staying out on the perimeter. He yep. was dishing. He was picking and rolling with Gordon Hayward. And that's a lot of um, type, the type of offense that the Celtics are going to expect from those two when they're on the court together and even when they're not. Yeah, you could see them playing off each other. You could see Kyrie sort of getting comfortable with a guy like Aaron Baines being the being the, the force down low. And then you saw at times Kyrie doing a little, little bit of takeover mode 
where you saw some of that handle, those handles. I mean, he's one of the best ball handlers in the world. So when he decides to put right. that on display, you could hear it in the crowd. You could hear the, the oohs and the ahs a little bit. Now the shots aren't really falling the way that, that you'll, you'll see them fall in the regular season, but you can see what he's capable of. You just hope that, the, that his teammates don't get stuck watching him because he, he's kind of that, you know, you kind of mesmerize. Yeah, mesmerize. You kind of get in a trance just watching that ball go around, but he's just so smooth out there. And I think, you know, the best is obviously you know, yet to come in, in terms of what we're going to see between him and, and Hayward and, and Horford. You mentioned Aaron Baines, and I want to bring up uh, something humorous that I thought happened, um, and it almost got into, uh, became a serious situation, but when Dwight Howard and Kyrie got into it in the first half yeah. on a loose ball, it kind of got into each other's face, and it was Aaron Baines coming to the rescue trying to play peacemaker. What did you think of all of that? Yeah, you like if you see Aaron Baines out in the wild, like you need to just <laughs> – drop play dead because that is one bad bad man you know what i mean yes he uh, is he, he's not a guy you want to mess with brad stevens said as much after the game yeah he's not a guy I, I, dwight howard wants nothing to do with aaron baines um I, I can tell you that so uh it was good to see that that you know that toughness out there on the court because you need a guy like that out there that's going to stand up for your team especially you know your superstar teammates they're going to feel a little bit more confident maybe going in the basket knowing that they have that muscle behind them there all right let's move on to another guard who caught my eye tonight caught your eye as well slim marcus Marcus oh, yeah. Smart has dropped 25 <laughs> pounds in the offseason. Much was made of his, his workout regimen, his diet, and he looks like a different player. And I think the reason that could be significant, Jimmy, is he started out two for two from three-point range tonight. Yep. Three of his first six he knocked down from beyond the arc. If he does have more juice later in the year, mm -hmm. more energy, more stamina, that can only help his legs, which, which can only thereby Help his jump shot. Help his shot, absolutely. I mean, he's got that extra little bit of lift. And you're talking about a guy who, you know, energy and, you know, diving all over the floor, that, that's his game right there. I mean, his game isn't, you know, at least yet. He, you don't want to see him taking 10 threes a game. I mean, he seems a little bit more confident taking those shots, but he's the energy guy. He's the guy off the bench. He's the Tommy point guy, and you need to be in good shape. And I remember last year, specifically Tommy Hines, and I think he actually flat out said, Tom, um, he said, Marcus Smart looks out of shape. He looks too big. So, whether or not Marcus Smart got wind of that or not, he, he knew that in the offseason he needed to shape up a little bit, and it's clear. You can just see, you can see it in his face. You can see it in just his body, and you can see it in, in his energy level out there. That he's, he's a different player. My only concern would be Marcus Smart loves to play the physical game, mm -hmm. and he loves to defend the low post. When you have a smaller body, that's going to be harder to do. It is, but it, it's muscle. You know what I mean? Like he, He's turning his fat into muscle, so I think a lot of that weight is shifting. As that's 25 pounds, Jimmy, though. Sure, but that's a lot. Yeah, I, I can see that, but I think maybe he's he will adjust his game in that sense to make up for the loss of pounds. But I, I don't think he's losing strength, so that's the difference. He might be losing weight. I think that's actually a, you know that's a negative. That's slowing him down. That's that's not what's allowing him to go up against some of these power forwards. I think he's getting stronger in other areas. It was a fun night of basketball here at TD Garden as the Celtics get off on the right note in the preseason, beating the Charlotte Hornets, Dwight Howard and company by a score of 94-82. We'll have plenty more on the Garden Report. This Garden Report has been brought to you by CLNS Media and Greats.com, your online source for great-looking shoes. Use my promo code TRAGS, T-R-A-G-S, for a 15% discount. Jimmy, it was a pleasure. I look forward to many more hey, of these yes. down the road. This should be a fun season. Broke everybody the seal tonight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everybody is expecting a great season. I would expect it. Of as, us. They're expecting it of us, too. And I won't disappoint. I know you won't either. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> okay, it's going to be a fun preseason. Can't wait for the rest of the preseason. Of course, the season opener in a couple of weeks in Cleveland against the Cavaliers. We'll have complete coverage on CLNS Media. Inside TD Garden, this is Jimmy Toscano. 
I'm Mike Petralia, and this is the Garden Report for CLNS Media.